Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. Welcome back to another episode of Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, and I want to share a little rant, get on my soapbox just for a moment, maybe more than a moment, because there is a topic that I posted about a few weeks ago and I want to dive deeper into, which is tying your self-worth to your achievements. This is a big one for me because I will be the first to admit that I absolutely have tied my self-worth to whether I was achieving or not, which means if I was not succeeding, if I was not achieving, if I was not making a certain amount of money, making more money, growing my business, doubling my business, whatever it is, that somehow meant I wasn't good enough. I was less than. I wasn't keeping up with everyone else. I wasn't proving that I belong and I fit in. And this is so deep within so many of us who are proving and just want to fit in. We want to belong. We want to be accepted. We want to be understood. And if this is bringing anything up for you right now, just sit with it for a moment because I know it does for me. I know this is a big one and something I am working daily on undoing, deconditioning this belief that somehow my worthiness as a human, as a wife, a friend, a boss, a peer, whatever it is, is somehow tied to how successful I am or how much money I'm making or not making and that ha- that entanglement is so detrimental and it can be so toxic and unhealthy because what are we really chasing? What are we really going after? And I know this is maybe a little bit of a deeper topic, a deeper episode, but I want to go there because society, Instagram, all the things really promotes success achievement, social media. It's the highlight reel. But what's really going on behind the scenes? What's really going on beneath the surface? What is the energy and intention? Is it pure or is it to prove? And when you're chasing recognition, you're chasing validation, acknowledgement, it's easy to get caught up in, I have to be doing more, earning more, achieving more, succeeding more so that I can get this confirmation that I've made it or that I'm doing enough or I am good enough, whatever it is. And society is 
conditioned to celebrate and promote and acknowledge when things are going great. Have you ever noticed on Facebook, for example, if you've ever had a post that was celebrating a win, a milestone, an achievement, and by the way, we absolutely need to be celebrating more. This is not about no longer celebrating. I think that the difference is what are we sharing and celebrating and promoting because I've absolutely made a post where I'm sharing a real estate achievement, a ranking. We're on the top, you know, 250 list. We're in the top 200. I've made it in the top 100 out of 18,000 agents or whatever it may be. And you better believe I have so many comments and likes and engagement of congratulations. You're amazing. This is so incredible. You're inspiring, whatever it is. And Behind the scenes, I'm actually shaking my head because why is this celebrated? Yet if I share a podcast episode, I share a thought for the day, I share a picture of Fiona, whatever it may be, it is completely received differently. And there's nothing wrong with that. I understand that we absolutely, whether it's tragedy, whether it's milestones, those are the posts that do typically get the most engagement. And fine, whatever. It is what it is. We can celebrate that. We can appreciate that. When my male Doberman son Griff passed away a few years ago, the amount of outpouring and love, you better believe I absolutely appreciated that this post was shared and shown more. And people were responding, engaging, sending their condolences, sympathy, whatever it is. The reason I'm sharing this now is because how can we normalize celebrating even the smaller wins, even the smaller moments in our life that we are so appreciative and grateful for that aren't necessarily some big milestone? What if we learned to celebrate and acknowledge all of it, the inner work? the transformation, the deep dark night of the soul, whatever you're going through, the momentum you are building behind the scenes, showing up even when it's hard. And no, I'm not saying we need to put everything on social and I want everyone to congratulate me for every little thing like showing up and posting on social media today or recording a podcast episode or taking a nap. It's not about external validation, but I think that is the point. It's not about external validation. Why are we pushing and chasing this level of success, whatever it is for you, what would it look like if it wasn't for external validation? I can share personally. I have absolutely, and if you've ever been there too, please reach out and let me know I'm not alone. I would greatly appreciate it because I have absolutely chased this level of I want to make a certain amount. I want to succeed so I can be in the rooms I want to be in, prove I'm good enough to be there, connect with high-level, incredible female entrepreneurs and show them that I'm one of them. I belong. I can do it too. And that is not a pure intention 
for building a business, for wanting to make more money, for wanting to grow, because it's putting attachment onto what it means if I do it or if I don't. If I'm not making a million dollars in my business, if I'm not having six-figure months, if I'm not having $10,000 months, what does that mean about me? And it doesn't mean anything about me. The problem is we assign meaning that it does. I made it mean I must not be good enough. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Why isn't it working? What's wrong with me? Let me go fix it. I assigned meaning that by not having a certain result, not seeing a certain outcome, it meant I sucked. I was failing, whatever it was. So the flip side of that is let me push harder. Let me try harder. Let me work harder so that I can prove I can do it. This is a very fine line because I absolutely believe our greatest adversity is a gift for us. Having that tenacity, having that whatever it takes is a positive thing. You just have to be careful. What is the energy and intention behind it? Is it pure? Is it for you? Or are you seeking and chasing external validation to make you feel happy, validated, seen, heard? Because that is actually giving your power away. If you are relying on other people to validate you, let me tell you, because I've done it for a very long time, it is a very exhausting and unhealthy way to live your life. Because of course it's never going to be enough. Of course you're never going to fully feel satisfied if you are relying on other people to be happy or not. It's really easy to be excited and grateful and confident when things are flowing, people are buying your services, when money is coming in. Absolutely, it feels amazing and it is validating. But what happens when things get slow, when sales slow down, you have a rough month, Maybe you do put something out there. No one buys it. You have a hard time finding business. Business falls through. Whatever it is, what are you making it mean about you? I've heard mentors talk about this as the void, the gap, the in-between of where you are and where you want to be. And who are you in the void? Who are you when things aren't working? I can tell you, I personally was the person who threw a temper tantrum, kicked, screamed, resisted, and blamed myself for being in that in-between space. How could I be here? Why am I not there yet? How come I'm not further along? I wasn't present in the moment. And that is not a fun place to be. So how does this tie into our self-worth and tying it to success and achievement. Well, when you see everyone celebrating big milestones, big monumental wins, how many homes they're selling, how much money they're making, how many clients they're bringing on, how many people sold out, you know, their program, whatever it is, 
it's easy to think that this is the measurement of success. It's easy to want to achieve more so that you can be recognized and celebrated too. I've even felt it where this was something I made up. I'm going to just clarify. This was 100% my belief. So therefore, I was looking for evidence to prove it. I believed that if I wasn't making a certain amount of money, I wasn't taken seriously. No one really wanted me to be in this high-level space because why am I there? I don't belong if I'm not achieving to the level they're achieving. It made me feel less than. I was putting people on a pedestal. And again, this has nothing to do with them. It is 100% on me and my perception. And I will tell you that when I would ask a question in a mastermind group, when I would post something on social, when I would ask my coach or mentor a question, I felt like I didn't get the same kind of response, the same kind of care, the same kind of reaction or engagement because I wasn't achieving at a certain level. Now, again, that is not the truth. That is not why people respond or don't respond, but that is what I made it mean. It was evidence. It was proof. See, if I was achieving more and making six-figure months, they would care more about me. They would want to be my friend. They would want to help me more, but because I'm not quite there yet or I'm nowhere near there, wherever there is, that somehow meant I was ignored or they didn't care as much or my answer might be short and concise where someone else got a full conversation. So for me, it was absolutely proving that, okay, you say we shouldn't tie our self-worth to our achievement, but yet that's how everyone is celebrated. That's how everyone is recognized. So if that doesn't really matter, then what am I supposed to do? Because I'd be taken more seriously if I actually was making more, if I was succeeding more, whatever it is. And this is something that has been a part of my journey of undoing, unlearning this past year because I had no idea how much I was still chasing success. I wanted to show that I can do it too. I wanted to prove that I am also worthy and good enough and smart enough to achieve these incredible things. And why isn't it working? Well, I can tell you now looking back, it's not working because it's not coming from that purely aligned place. It's coming from that I have to show I can do it too and prove. But is it really what I want Is whatever you're chasing really what you want? Or why are you chasing it in the first place? What is it about it that actually matters to you? I realized I was showing up inauthentically, which for me, authenticity is everything. I'm an open book. You ask me anything, I am open and willing to share the good, the bad, the ugly, the mistakes, the lessons, Absolutely. If you've been listening to this podcast at all, I hope you can feel and tell that I am transparent and willing to go there. But what wasn't translating and what wasn't authentic 
is feeling like I had to be somebody else. I had to show that I had it all together. I had to prove that I'm smart and capable and look how much I'm succeeding and how much money I'm making in order to be accepted. That was preventing me from showing up authentically and saying, I didn't actually want this. It was more my ego wanting to prove that I could do it too. But did I really care? Did I really want it? If you've heard my story, I mentioned a mentor called me out with real estate. He said, Melissa, you don't want to sell 50 houses. If you did, you would have done it already. You're just doing it because you want to fit in. You want to show you're good enough. And at the time, I was in a very different place in my life where I fought that so hard. How dare he say that to me? How dare he think that I am not really wanting this? Of course I want this. Of course I want to be number one. Of course I want to do all this nonsense. But deep down, he was so on point. He was so right. I just wasn't ready to hear it yet. But deep down... I knew. I knew I didn't enjoy it. I knew this isn't really what I'm meant to be doing. I knew I didn't really care about the numbers and how many deals you're doing. I cared because I wanted to prove I could do it too. And that's been a huge piece of my story, proving it to owning it. How I've gone from I need to fit in, I need to prove, I need to do it too, to owning What I want may actually look different. What I want may not be what everybody else does, and that's okay. So where are you tying your self-worth to your achievements? What is your definition of success in the first place? What do you actually want? And if you are celebrating your clients' milestones and achievements Are you celebrating all of them or are you only celebrating money? Are you only celebrating milestones in how much you're making? Is that the full story? Why aren't we celebrating more? How about celebrating that you put yourself first? You enforced a boundary. You took a nap. You took a day off. You said no. Again, it's not about expecting everyone to celebrate this with you on social media. Of course, that would be relying on external validation again. But what if you start celebrating it? And if you do have clients, what if you celebrate more than just the financial milestones and achievements? What would that look like? How can we be more inclusive with our coaching clients, with our mastermind groups, with our whatever industry you're in, how can we start celebrating the smaller wins and make that normal? It's really easy to celebrate when you sell a home, when you make money, when you achieve some big thing. But what does it look like to celebrate the smaller things too? I'd love to know what you think about this topic. If you've caught yourself proving and chasing Or if you feel like it's only worth celebrating the big milestones, how can we normalize this more? Where are you entangling your self-worth and whether you're good enough, smart enough, capable into results and external validation? 
how can you actually start to take your power back? What I've learned is it needs to come from that pure place. It needs to come from you. You're doing it because it lights you up. You love it. It makes you happy, regardless if anyone said it was good or not. Regardless if anyone comments or posts or hires you or whatever it is, you are so solid in your belief in yourself, it doesn't matter what other people think or do. Now you might say, yeah, but if no one else agrees and no one else is hiring me, then what am I supposed to do? I'm going to run out of money. And I've heard people say that. What would you do if money was no object? What would you do if Money had nothing to do with this and you did it because you absolutely loved it and money was just there. What would you choose? What would you do? Is it what you're doing now? Would you change something? Life is short. So what are we really waiting for? What are we waiting for someday when that is never a guarantee in the first place? How can we start to have it Now, this is where it comes back to the small daily adjustments. What can you do today? So I'm going to leave you with that for today. Maybe reflect, journal, think about it, whatever works for you. What is your definition of success in the first place? Where are you tying your self-worth to external validation, achievements, results? What are you making it mean about you? What if it doesn't mean anything at all? What do you actually want? What would it look like if money was no issue at all? What would it look like if it wasn't about money? Don't forget to reach out on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Melissa Machat. I'd love to hear your takeaways from this, what's going through your mind. And if you want to go deeper on, yeah, but how? How do I start disentangling this? How do I start unconditioning it? Because it is something I am working on daily. And it starts with that awareness and checking in with yourself and going deep, taking the time to reflect and really tap into why are you doing this in the first place? What do you actually want? And it's time to normalize celebrating all of the wins, big and small. It doesn't matter what it is. It's focusing on what is working, being in gratitude, appreciating it, and taking your power back. Make sure you're doing it for you first. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.